0: Folks, we are so lucky to have Mr. Brian Addison back. He is a great addition to our Millionaire Series. Brian, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, Mike. How you? I'm doing well, man. So you were telling me about something one of your students is doing, uh, a flip out there in Florida. I thought maybe instead of just talking about it, you and I, we should talk about it on the channel so I can ask questions and learn and we can see what's what. What do you think?
1: I love it. I love it. Let's
0: do it. All right. Well, set the stage for us. So you got a student flipping something in Surfside, I think you said, um, uh, so, so tell us about the deal. I'm going to ask you some questions. We'll see what's what, what what's going on. What is it?
1: Yeah. So uh, it's one of, one of my seasoned students. He's actually one of the coaches uh, on our program and uh, he's got a deal down in Miami. Now he's pivoted and went in other markets. He's found some places in Michigan, but he loves Miami. And so he he brought this deal to me. Um, it's a million dollar purchase, 150 oh. in rehab and uh, ARV of about one, five, one, six. Okay. okay. Now, I told him in broad strokes that I wouldn't do the deal, particularly because of the season in life and my appetite right now for investing. <laughs> I'm going to go out and raise three, four $400,000 in gap funding is what we call it, essentially the difference between what the lender gives you versus what you need. Yeah. I'm going to put that to use and I'm going to go buy another 25-unit apartment building, right? That's just me and where I'm at and I'm going to diversify my risk and all those things, as opposed to having that much capital outlay on a million dollar house in this Miami fickle market, you know, this luxury market. Um, but, you know, based on the dynamics of the deal, he's got a lot of um, insulation. I think he's probably got a couple hundred thousand roughly that he could play with to his break. Even if it came down to that, get his investors yeah. get out of the deal. Um, yeah. j- just go, go ahead.
0: Yeah. So, so a couple of things I want to tell, my audience—they've heard me talk about luxury being dead. Uh, it'd be—I'll it, be very clear right now. I don't care what the numbers are. I'm not touching that deal. Yeah. I don't unless I could. The only—the only luxury property, brian I'm buying today is a deal that I can cash flow day one. I believe there are some luxury properties, and my team is looking for them right now, where I can structure the debt, where I can have a luxury long-term rental. That's the only luxury I'm buying. I just want to be full disclosure. And, I've told, it's funny. And- it's funny
1: you say that though, Mike, because as yep. he and I talked, I said my biggest concern about the deal, right? Mm-hmm. I understand you got a lot of room for error. My biggest concern is, can you cash flow it if you had to refi it's into all time? case, debt? and yeah. and I don't, I don't think the deal pencils in that in that regard, right? At the very same time, my coaching. Um, methodology is just, you know, giving you wisdom over 17 years of practical application at the end of the day is your business and you got to run yeah. it. And fit, right. Yeah. And so, um, but, but absolutely that was one perspective that I had about the whole deal as well, Mike.
0: Yeah. You got to have, you got to have multiple exit streams if you are going to flip at that. But I, so I wouldn't do that deal, but again, people's models are different. So you said he's a seasoned investor. So mm-hmm. that's cool. I'm going to translate that as multiple deals.
1: For cool. sure. For sure. Okay. Multiple uh, successful deals.
0: Successful, thank you. How about multiple successful deals in that market of Surfside?
1: Not specifically in Surfside, but in adjacent communities. He's a Miami so in, guy. Miami. Yeah, so in Miami. In Miami, yeah, in Miami for sure. Okay. For sure, he right. he just flipped a house, made a hundred grand last year in Miami. So he's he's got a good footprint there.
0: So he's got a good footprint. He knows the people. He's not finding subs. He's he's kind of de-risked that part of it. Sounds like
1: for sure. For sure.
0: Okay. Um, so, so I don't know Surfside. Is it like, is it a special property? Does it have waterfront or is it just one of another 1700, you know, houses that are the same?
1: Yeah. I'd say it's less than a mile away from the beach. Right. So So it's it's pretty, but it's not on the beach, beach. but it's not on the beach.
0: And does it have a view of the beach to your knowledge? To my knowledge, no. To my knowledge,
1: no. But but just looking at the makeup of that market is pretty interesting because I I believe, and again, I'm just combing through it. But I believe certain is where the big condo issue from a year or two ago. Yeah. Remember Miami where it was like a lot of deferred maintenance and this condo community essentially caved in, right? I remember
0: that was terrible. So, So what's
1: happening is now it's forced a lot of these condo owners and operators down there. To come up with these big capexes at their buildings of that course. they didn't plan for, right? Which now is driving the price of rent up, which is going to price a lot of these people out of these communities. So I think there's some upside to that piece, even because some of these people, it will be cheaper for them to buy it than rent, even at for these sure, people, yeah. Right. So that's another another piece that I, I did take into account. Um, the you know 150 thousand dollar renovation, you know, it's he's not moving a lot of walls. You know, a lot of that is just yeah. going updating, right? Um, so I'm not I'm not too um nervous about that piece. Again,
0: what's the median median though, dude? I mean, because again, I don't know the market.
1: Median is a million bucks.
0: okay. So that's better than I expected. I was I was afraid you're gonna tell me it was like 700 or something.
1: No, no, no. Median is a million bucks. Um, I mean honestly, Mike, it's a good deal. As a matter of fact, for the viewers that's watching this, tell us, would you buy You know, a million bucks, 150 renovation, ARV 150, 1.5 million in today's market in Miami. For those that are viewers from Miami, let us know below.
0: Yeah, Yeah. let us us know below. below. I like that. So um, that'll be interesting to see what people say, right? So again, he's an experienced investor. You know this market uh, at least a little bit because you're down in Florida. Do you think he gets in and out in 90 days, 120 days? What do you think? 120
1: one, one, so two four months. four Yeah. yeah, yeah. So okay. typically, and, and this is for the viewers, we do rule of thumb for our flips, a thousand bucks a day. Right. Okay. So you got $150,000 renovation. If you don't have the crewing and all of that, you should probably plan for, it's going to take you about yeah. 150, 150 working days. Right. right. His, so 50 four five days, yeah. yeah. He can compress time. I think he get it done in, you know, a hundred to 120 days.
0: So let's say he buys it. So he probably buys or close it. Let's say April 1st. So he's coming out of this August 1st. What is the Miami market like in August? Is that, is it cooling off or is it still hot? I mean, we're talking seasonality now. I'm just I'm just sure. like, when's this guy coming out? Is it going to be a good time or a bad time? What's going on?
1: Yeah, that's interesting because in Florida, school starts back typically middle to end of August, right? Well, that
0: might be a bad time to come out. I mean, it, generally it could, speaking.
1: It could be, generally speaking, could be. Um, And this, I don't know the makeup of this market, Uh, If it's more families, I would guess it's probably not though.
0: Yeah, better Uh, to come out July first than August first.
1: One hundred percent, one hundred percent. You know, and so you know, this is the other piece. Looking at the days on market, so this is for everybody, right? Yeah, yeah. If I were if I were flipping properties right now, while number one, you got to be really solid on your comps. You got to be really tight on your comps, making sure you're looking at a quarter mile radius, not a half, not one mile, especially if you're skipping neighborhoods and busy streets. You know, the architectural style better match up. You better be tight on your square footage, plus or minus, your bed and bath count, plus or minus. Um, But this is a dynamic that most aren't looking at. So you're probably going back looking at six months of sales, right? The market is moving too quickly for you to be looking at six months of sales. Um, I would be looking at 90 days, but more importantly, I would be looking into the future. Okay. Now, many bad investors, I would say, I could probably boldly say that look into the future for the wrong reason because they're trying to time the market and price out their arv higher the reason you should be looking into to the future at active and pendings is is so you can start to understand where is the market currently going right how many how many properties are currently on the market in that marketplace um you know what's the list price versus sales price right that's a very important metric that folks should be looking at right now to see where they're listing and where they're selling and that should be an indicator where you can start to, um, start thinking forward about a few months from now, I probably want to discount my perceived ARV a little bit as well oh, to please. Yes. the way that yeah. it's heading. Right.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm curious about the deal. Was this an off market deal? Was this on like in the MLS? Where do you find this million dollars So deal? his
1: agent brought it to him? But however, it was off the market, though. So it's a it's older lady. She's 81. She's going into a retirement community. And so, you know, I guess there was an internal relationship that brought him to deal.
0: OK. Yeah. And then you, what do you think the biggest risk is? What do you think the biggest risk is?
1: Time. Right. Yeah. If, if for some reason that thing doesn't sell and he gets stuck holding it for a while, the carrying costs will absolutely kill just his mind. Eat him alive. It eat, yeah. him alive. It eat him alive.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, again, uh, just uh, I've been very clear. I don't see any reason to change now. I wouldn't touch anything in the luxury market. This may not be as luxury as I initially thought, because, again, the median is a million. Um, I was afraid it was two X the median. This would be median plus 50 percent on the exit. So I still wouldn't touch it. Um but yeah, leave leave a leave a comment below. Uh, would you do this deal? Million pucks purchase, 150 reno, one five exit, exit sometime in August. Brian, any closing thoughts and where can people find you?
1: Um, you know, I, I think my closing thoughts are hearing Mike's and I perspective. I think it's important to understand just because we wouldn't do the deal doesn't make it a bad deal, right? No, and this is no. why it's so important to make your buy box based on your goals and where we're at in life, that risk is just not worth the reward, right? We could de-risk and put that those funds into a different application that makes more sense for us. So I just want y'all to understand that as you hear us kind of spar through, you know, is, is it a good deal? Is it a bad deal? And then also That's people right. can find me at Brian Adamson Real Estate and then on Instagram at uh, Brian Adamson Official.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Brian.
1: Yes, sir.